Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Not Defined by Endo with me, Teniola. I have been on a mission, a mission to find and amplify the voices of amazing people who have founded health-focused businesses, services, or not-for-profit organizations. These people are working really hard to make a positive difference in the lives of people battling different kinds of health issues or those just wanting to make better decisions regarding their health. Why am I doing this? Well, I'll tell you why. Living with illness is so difficult. Sometimes, no, most times, it consumes and overwhelms us. It takes over our lives until we feel like there is nothing left to enjoy. So I decided that this season of the podcast would focus on people doing something good for health. Many of these founders discovered strength from their own personal lives and stories and are making such a great impact. I wanted to speak to them, understand their motivations and get excited by what they have to offer. So join me on this journey and let's meet these inspirational people together. Today, I'm speaking to Valentina Milanova, the founder of Day, a female health research and development company on a mission to bridge the gender gap in product innovation. They have created pain-relieving tampons infused with CBD, which are not only effective, but also sustainable. Join me today as we listen to the incredible journey of Day and how they are raising the standards of women's healthcare. Um, thank you so much once again for coming on the show. I'm excited to speak to you today about everything day. Great. Thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Oh, so Valentina, let's talk about you. Tell me a bit more about who you are, you know, how did this journey begin and um, just what do you think led you to take this path in your life? Of course. Um, so I'm the founder of Day, a female health research and development company currently based out of London. Our first product to come to market was the world's first pain-relieving tampon, which was designed for women that experience menstrual cramps, which actually is about nine out of 10 women altogether. And we exist to raise the standards in the way that female healthcare is provided um, and to create a continuous cycle of innovation to bridge the currently existing gender gap in medical science and innovation. That's amazing. That's an amazing mission. Many Thank women, you. yeah, like you said, many women uh, experience varying degrees of menstrual pain. So knowing that you're working on research and coming up with a solution um, is amazing. Did you do anything like in terms of um, uni that led you in this path? Or do you think that, how did you think of this problem? And how did you think that this problem was one that you would like to solve? I really wish I studied medicine or biology when I was at university, but I didn't. I focused on law and economics instead. Um, I had the idea for a day initially when I was doing some research around the properties of industrial hemp, which is the key natural ingredient that goes into our tampon products. Um, so industrial hemp has two really interesting properties. The first one being that its fibers are more absorbent. And the second one being that the extract from its flower uh, can be pain relieving. Um, so I, you know, I really wish I had more of a bioscience background, but uh, I don't. So I guess the first time I was really inspired to start the company was 
the first time I was faced with the female health experience myself, which was when I had my first menstrual cycle. Um, I was quite young. I was nine. So no one had had uh, a conversation with me yet about what to anticipate, you know, the changes that my body was going to go through. So it was really shocking for me to have my first menstrual cycle. I didn't realize what was going on with my body. I thought I had some kind of a disease, you know, with this weird discharge that was coming out and I didn't connect the dots to realize it was coming every month. I just thought, oh my God, you know, like the gods hate me. This happens at random intervals. What have I, what have I done? Um, and I also had a really painful uh, menstrual cycle and I still do for all of my life. So I missed out on school because I had to sit in the hot tub. That was the only thing that would help. Um, and I guess emotionally, that was the the moment that I founded the company because, you know, I, it was so touching to have this experience, you know, of an introduction to the world of female health, uh, which was really negative. Oh, wow. It's interesting you say that because having a uh, starting your period at nine is pretty young. So I can imagine how scary it must have been. And the truth is many, many girls and women out there. And this is why, you know, raising awareness and talking about this and not making periods things to be to feel stigmatized about is really important. So it's amazing that you came up with a solution as a result of this, because I see that many of us who have experienced some tough things in life end up becoming like pioneers and uh, (laughs) some kind of problem solvers so I guess something good usually comes out of it so let's talk a bit more about your tampons it's it's uh, said that it's CBD infused so how does this work exactly is it made of hemp or you know is it just infused so how does it work because I'm really curious to understand yeah how the product is what the product is exactly yeah I mean we've developed our own uh process for making the CBD tampon in-house and uh we use our own proprietary formulation which includes CBD CBG CBA CBN so not just you know uh CBD but other cannabinoids as well which work together to form an entourage effect. Um, And we uh, have our own uh, proprietary coding process, which is currently conducted partially in London, partially in Bulgaria. We have two facilities. Uh, We're also really proud to be partnering with some meaningful female focused charities. In London, we hire all of our employees from a charity called Working Chance, which gives women who are in the care and criminal system a chance to gain fair employment. And in Bulgaria, we work with a charity that uh, supports women as they exit sexual trafficking and reintegrate back into society. So the way that the coding process works in a little bit more detail, we have a clean room. Um, so we, we have really high standards of manufacturing to ensure you know, the safety of the final product and the cleanliness of the final product. Within that clean room, we have our machines and they atomize the CBD so that it stays on the outside layer of the tampon, not permeating inside the tampon. Um, And on that outside layer of the tampon uh, is where the CBD can be in contact with the vaginal mucosa, providing the uh, desired effect. Wow. We, it was actually, so an interesting story is how we found our design engineering team. So we have, you know, a team of people who specialize in machine building, who created all of our custom machinery. And when I was first looking for uh, people to join the company as design engineers, it was actually quite difficult because you know, most design engineers want to work on, you know, cars and planes and trains and, you yeah. know, other 
complicated machine. So it was actually hard to find people who were open to the idea of um, building a tampon machine without, you know, endlessly giggling about it. Um, <laughs> so I, I went to the art world. Uh, I found design engineers from the art world, people who had previously worked on really complicated art installations. So art installations that would, you know, like create rain within the gallery or uh, some of the fancy displays that you see at Selfridges and those people you know were open-minded enough to uh, take me uh, take me on with the challenge that I put forward which was let's let's build a tampon manufacturing setup. Wow that's a, that's quite like a story honestly because so what you said about uh you know, engineers or skilled people not wanting, maybe not thinking of going to a startup or like you said, a tampon manufacturing is one of the barriers that I know that a lot of women go or have to overcome when it comes to starting their own thing because they don't, they don't even know where to start. So I think it's interesting that you said, you know, you had to go, you had to think outside of the box. You had to go to um, engineers in the art world. That's something that, you know, a lot of people wouldn't think of. So kudos to you on that. (laughs) Thank you. That's kind of insane. So let's um, talk a bit about chemicals. And the reason why I want to talk about this is that most of our audience and the people listening are endometriosis patients and endometriosis is an estrogen dominant condition. So, you know, people who have it usually have like estrogen overload. Endometriosis um, cells are able to create their own estrogen, which causes a lot of problems, um, you know, and the ways to deal with this, many people try to uh, stay away or reduce their burden, their chemical burden and overload. And we know that there's so many things in our products that are so filled with chemicals, um, you know, xenoestrogens, phenoestrogens and all of that. So what would you say um, Day is doing to make sure that it produces or provides a solution um, to this chemical overload that we experience in so many other areas of our lives? Uh, Thank you for asking this question. I I do feel really strongly about the importance of us providing solutions for endometriosis patients. As a society, I frankly think it's a disgrace that we've created healthcare systems that uh, force women into this endless vicious cycle of, you know, you go to one gynecologist or one GP and they uh, haven't been trained to identify the cause of your pain or they don't take your pain seriously or they just advise you to take painkillers as if that's going to work. Um, so I think it's really important that we all shift our focus towards recognizing the uh, authenticity of female pain and then from then focusing our energies on creating solutions for female pain that are specifically designed for women. I think it's horrendous when we look at, you know, most of the medications that are on the market right now were not tested on the female physiology at all. And they were not, you know, therefore not tested on the physiology of black women, which is vastly different from the physiology of white women. But for some reason, we just completely ignore that fact. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for, I'm, I'm always super happy when I see new companies coming to the um, female health space who have, you know, genuine intentions behind providing innovative products and solutions. Um, so what, what happened with our CBD tampon is in our initial clinical trials with humans, uh, we were advertising for dysmenorrhea. So people who have severe menstrual pain. And one of the symptoms of endometriosis is severe menstrual pain. So we 
without intending to, attracted people with endometriosis to our initial painful trials. Mm -hmm. And when we were analyzing the final data, we realized that the CBD tampon um, is showing positive signs for effectiveness against endometriosis. Um, so then in the course of you know, the company growing and us conducting more and more research, um, we presented those results to our medical advisory board. And they put us in touch with a researcher from an NHS trust in London, um, who is now conducting a clinical trial with 60 patients that have confirmed endometriosis and the CBE tampon. And hopefully this should lead to a pathway for the NHS to provide treatments for endometriosis who actually help. We know anecdotally that a lot of endometriosis patients do find relief from cannabinoids, uh, especially when applied topically, creams and, and, other, and other solutions. So um, it's an important area of research and we really welcome you know, more solutions into it. Wow, that's great. I love that you, you're also doing lots of like clinical trials because it's quite important to be able to um, quantitatively test some of these things and be able to say without a shadow of doubt that people have benefited from it. So it gives more credibility to, um, you know, your product or your solution. So that's amazing. I saw your website, you mentioned that, uh, how was it said? I think you said uh, plastics are, tampons are even less regulated than plastics or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, plastics and hand sanitizers have stricter regulations than tampons do. Really? And tampons go into our bodies. It's just ridiculous. Like it's unbelievable. What would you say Day is doing uh, to make sure that 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 narrative is changing? Thank you for that question. Um, Well, at the start, as every other consumer, I just assume that there are strict regulations around tampons because you know you see something on the shelf and you assume that there's you know a regulatory agency somewhere that has done their work and or the manufacturer has you know self-imposed standards that would ensure the consumer safety. But gradually, as I learned more and more about the tampon industry, I realized that that's really not the case, and um, there's been quite a few instances in America of people finding metal in their tampons, uh, of tampons being recalled because of microbial contamination and other, you know, really significant health outcomes which come from using tampons which haven't been manufactured to the highest possible standard. So what, what we did then as a company is we turned to the pharmaceutical industry and to the medical device industry and we borrowed some of the standards that we saw there and implemented those into our own tampon manufacturing. So currently we're regulated under an international framework called ISO 13485, which is entirely self-imposed. We self-regulate based on it. Um, We invite auditors to come in and look at our facility, look at all of our clinical validation, um, look at our entire supply chain, et cetera, to then provide us with the certificate, which says that our manufacturing is to medical device standards because we feel that that should be the norm in tampon manufacturing. Wow. That's really, uh, once again, to be applauded because it's easy to, you know, go the easy way if, you know, there's no reason to, or you think you can just go by, go ahead with doing what you're, what you're doing if it's not regulated. So deciding to uh, self-regulate in a way or inviting people or auditors to regulate. I think that's really, it makes me feel really happy as a woman um, and as someone who could be using some of these products. It's good to know that, um, you know, people producing these products are 
taking our health into consideration and not just doing it just for the money. So that's good. That's really good to know. So my next question is about the actual use of your tampons for people who have heavy flus or heavy periods. I've um, actually personally tried um, lots of you know menstrual products and especially you know pads and I've tried some that have been have promised that they are you know organic you know they're well made or anything and they've been actually good the only problem is that um heavy flow is a problem because there was one I used that I used to have to change like every hour and that was just not feasible like it was just not possible to carry on using it so I think when focus on living your life not changing your tampons yeah so you know many women with endometriosis with fibroids some with PCOS and some of these other issues they experience heavy flow and this means that whatever solution they are using, whatever period product they are using has to deal with that issue, that condi- well, that particular uh, feature that they need or that requirement that they have. So how would you rate day in terms of, you know, lights to heavy flow and what are the different products that you have? So currently we are the most absorbent organic tampon on the market. Um, so if you, you know, compare us in just the organic category, we're two milliliters per tampon ahead of our competitors. In the uh, non-organic category, so if you compare us with Tampax or Cotex or Lilettes, we're one milliliter less per tampon than Tampax and Cotex. Okay, that's good to know. I, I use Tampax. I tried to say I'm going to go organic, but sometimes when you have the heavy flu, you just have to go to the thick, heavy Tampax ones. So I guess one milliliter behind, you know, those ones um, is interesting. It's interesting to know. So thank you for sharing that. I like that you're really um, yeah. transparent. Yeah. Yeah, we're always innovating. And you can see all of our absorbency information. We have that on our website, but we're always innovating. And we're currently working on a way of improving the absorbency of our tampon so that it's even better than the one of Tampax. So you have an organic tampon, which has the absorbency of a uh, plastics-based tampon. Mm, Okay. One of the issues that people experience when they use tampons is um, toxic shock syndrome. Is they doing anything that uh or are the products made or created in such a way that they reduce the occurrence or the probability of this happening yeah we are um the so toxic shock syndrome is caused by two pathogens uh stiff and strip and those pathogens can be found on the surface of tampons when those tampons haven't been sterilized Um, So what we do is when the tampon has been through the entire manufacturing process, it's packaged, we then run the tampon through a sterilization process, which uses rays, gamma rays, which means that the rays permeate through the packaging and to the core of the tampon and kill all bacteria, all pathogens. So when you open a day tampon, it's completely free from any bacteria, which any bacterial pathogens, which could cause candida, bacterial vaginosis, toxic shock syndrome, or other infections. That's good. That answers my question. (laughs) That's great. You've done your homework. You've definitely done. (laughs) Okay. People people deserve better solutions, right? Yes. Yes, we definitely do. We we do. We do. (laughs) Okay. 
So let's talk about, I have like one or two more questions. And I know that we've been talking tampons, tampons, tampons all all, all throughout this conversation, but what other products um, are you producing and what other products are you thinking of coming up with as well in the future? Yeah, Um, so currently we have a line of vaginal probiotics, which are designed for women that have recurrent vaginal infections like candida or bacterial vaginosis. And they work by replenishing the good bacteria, the lactobacilli that naturally inhabit your vaginal microbiome so that that good bacteria can then fight off any pathogens. So whether it's an STI or an infection, uh, any bad pathogen that come inside your vaginal microbiome can be fought off because your lactobacilli are stronger in numbers and they're well-fed by the vaginal probiotics. That's the second product that we have on the market right now. And then going forward, we really want to turn our eye to the areas of contraception and uh, vaginal health screening at home. So those are two general areas in which we're working on. Okay, fantastic. All right, thank you so much for this conversation. I really enjoyed speaking to you. Do you- my pleasure. (laughs) If I, I want to, one final question. Um, Final, this is the final one. Your questions have been great. If, uh, you know, say I am looking, you know, I'm trying a new tampon range or a new product and I'm trying to make up my mind between day and one other product, what would you say to me to convince me that, you know, day is what I should be going for? It doesn't have to be just about the product. It can be about anything, your mission or anything probably that makes me feel good. <laughs> I mean, in, in a, in a, I'll try to be as humble as possible and, you know, just like look at this from an objective point of view, but mm. whether you care about, you know, the products that you buy being sustainable, ethically produced, supportive of social causes, effective, clinically validated, um, we, we deliver on all of these fronts. Um, so if those are some of the, you know, things that matter to, to you or your listeners, then we're, we're, we're your company. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much, Valentina. Thank you. This is really lovely. I I do really appreciate you giving Female Health a platform and speaking so candidly about the experience of endometriosis. And I just love the title of your podcast. No one should be defined by, you know, just one area of their physiology, especially when the whole reason why they suffer so much from it is because society hasn't done enough to figure out you know the root cause and and potential treatments exactly so kudos to you and thank you oh thank you so much it was great having you on the show today thank you so much i hope you enjoyed getting to know valentina as much as i did if you want to know more or try out their products please go to www.yourday.com remember that i am not a healthcare professional So whatever I share on this podcast is to inspire and empower you to take control of your health and your bodies. Please always speak to your healthcare professional before making any major changes to your diet or lifestyle. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to know. Join me on Instagram and Facebook. You can also join our community on Health Unlocked and ask any questions or share your stories. All of the links will be available in the show notes. Don't forget to share, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you have any questions to ask or topics you would like me to discuss, feel free to shoot me an email on info at notdefinedbyendo.com. I love to hear from you all. Till next time, 
Remember, you are not defined by endo.